Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volur XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Come through, queen. I want to see you come through, queen. Hi, everyone. It's Dan. And Brendan. And this is Come Through Queen. So they can start their own scheme. Uh, there she is, uh, going to jail, looking fabulous. They caught her in the middle of shooting. Wow, Brendan. Wow. Wow. My head was spinning this week. Yeah, it was like, I felt very manic with all the news coming out. I mean, between us frantically trying to book a vaccine appointment into Jen Shaw's arrest by mm-hmm. uh the fbi and swat are those two different things <laughs> i think they, they're probably friends okay yeah so uh, if you've been living under a rock jen shaw and first assistant Stuart smith have been arrested they were charged with one count to commit wire fraud in connection with telemarketing through which they victimized 10 or more persons over the age of 55, which carries a maximum sentence of 30 years, and one count of conspiracy to commit money laundering, which commits, which carries a maximum sentence of 20 years. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's like pretty much widely confirmed at this point that cameras, not only, I mean, like we know cameras are up in general for the show, mm-hmm. but cameras were up while this was going down. Yeah, the story goes according to like people who've wrote, written in anonymously to like some meme accounts and stuff yeah. like that, and like Dumois adjacent accounts mm-hmm. that basically they the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City were either en route or packing their cars to go to their trip to Colorado. Yeah, and Jen Shaw apparently told producers that 
Sharif was having a medical emergency and was in the hospital, so she had to leave. Uh, dr- being driven away by an ant, not confirmed if it's the ant. The ant, the amputee ant. Yeah, yeah. Um, five minutes after she left, the FBI descends on the production crew and the other women, apparently, allegedly. Yeah. And shortly after that, Jen Shaw was arrested. Yeah. And I think I was reading stuff that like cameras were present when like FBI are arriving to Jen Shaw's location. It's mm-hmm. unclear how long they stayed up. Right. Because they could like FBI could be like, mm-hmm. shut it down, shut it down. Can they? I think so. Like you have to listen to them, right? Aren't you allowed to record? Isn't that like a law? Um, I don't know. Like, I I feel like it when when it's like the FBI in play. Who knows what's going on? You know, uh, it's just wild. And then cameras were also apparently outside the courthouse after she was leaving that same day. Okay, so what's crazy about this is, like, while the news is happening, she had posted on her Instagram story less than an hour earlier of like a shot of her getting in glam. And we see her in that look leaving the courthouse. I know. And there was someone yelling, Jen, you look fabulous. You look fabulous as she was leaving. And then there was someone else yelling like, I can tell you how to refinance your loans or like something like that at the same time. No, like my, as my, something about like my extended warranty. Yeah. Yeah. So funny. I mean, so this is Southern District of New York, um, which is like a hardcore district to be prosecuted under. I was, I think I was reading some stat, like the conviction rate there is 95%. Jeez. Yeah. Uh, also, I think something that's kind of being lost in the shuffle a little bit is this is part of a greater investigation where 10 people had already been indicted. Uh, some of... And some of those people have already taken plea deals. Like, they've pled guilty to this. So, is she, like, the mob boss here? Um, I don't know. It's possible. I mean, it's... I feel like also rumor had it that, like, Sharif tipped her off Mm -hmm. that it was going down. Right. Like, maybe, maybe, like, FBI came to her house... And like yeah, she had that's, already left. That's what they said. The FBI came to her house and like we're looking around the house, and apparently there were two rooms that were locked that they thought she might have been in, oh my but God. she wasn't. She was already on the trip. And then like there's the whole thing with the Zoom call that happened yesterday. Yeah. For- you, you brought like you bravoholics are out of control. Like just let it happen. <laughs> I think it's kind of funny. It's it's fun- like it's funny, but like like the arraignment ended up getting delayed because, like, it was a shitstorm. Well, I mean, maybe the court should get their s- stuff together yeah. and, like, be able to let Sh- Jen Shaw into the Zoom call before <laughs> they make it public to everyone. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is going to be, like, ongoing. I, I think there's the, f- the the rescheduled court date is actually Friday as this episode goes live. Okay. Uh so much is happening around this. Brooks Marks is quoting Nicki Minaj in reference what's the, to this. What's the Nicki Minaj quote? Uh, like something like, 
you like threw threw dirt on my name and now like throwing dirt on your burial or something like something yeah like something that. like that and then he deleted it then like meredith marks is in comments defending him saying it was just an uh lyric from one of his favorite artists oh yeah okay meredith please um i the women are all on uh a trip together so it'll surely be interesting i also feel like i read somewhere and this could be in my imagination someone wrote that Heather Gay's dad works for the FBI. Did Heather Gay do this? <laughs> is, she, is she the informant? There, is she the informant? I mean, there's people saying that there there were undercover glam squad members. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of like rumors going on, like some to believe, some not to believe. I want to believe them all. Yeah, it's a fun fan fiction. Um, the one thing that like, I want to get into though, is that this investigation has been going on since 2019, November of 2019. So yeah. that's right around when the show was like filming mm-hmm. the first season. Yeah. So Jen Shaw potentially knows that all these people she may or may not know or who she's doing business with are getting in trouble. Yeah. And then, and then she's still like happily filming the show. And talking about what her job is, which is, and like the way she says what she does is like a sanitized version of this crime, essentially. I know. I just like Lisa Barlow saying very lucrative, very lucrative. (laughs) I I have that rolling over and over my head. Yeah. I mean, like the, the indictment like says that this has been occurring from, 2012 through March, 2021. The crimes. Yeah. 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 That 2012 was so long ago. Like she's been doing this for a very long time. And like, if you're listening to this, she might've done this to your elderly parents or your grandparents. Oh my, people were joking like, Oh my God, those calls about my car warranty have stopped all of a sudden. I know. (laughs) Okay. There's two quotes I got to read from, One from, oh my God, who is it? From the Manhattan U.S. attorney, Audrey Strauss. And she says, Jennifer Shaw, who portrays herself as a wealthy and successful business person on reality television, and Stuart Smith, who is portrayed as Shaw's first assistant, allegedly generated and sold lead lists of innocent individuals for other members of their scheme to repeatedly scam. In actual reality, and as alleged, the so-called business opportunities pushed on the victims by Shaw Smith and their co-conspirators were just fraudulent schemes motivated by greed to steal victims money. Now these defendants face time in prison for their alleged crimes. And then, uh, Homeland security investigations, special agent in charge, Peter Fitzhugh, uh, was even a little sassier and said, Sean Smith flaunted their lavish lifestyle to the public as a symbol of their success In reality, they allegedly built their opulent lifestyle at the expense of vulnerable, often elderly, working-class people. As alleged, disturbingly, Shaw and Smith objectified their very real human victims as leads to be bought and sold, offering their personal information for sale to other members of their fraud ring. Working with our partners at the NYPD and the U.S. Attorney's Office, SDNY, and with assistance from HSI Salt Lake City, HSI New York, work to ensure that Shaw and Smith will never 
No, that Sean Smith will answer for their alleged crimes. <laughs> as a result, their new reality may very well turn out very differently as than expected. I love that. This like, guy, keep for, like referencing reality. <laughs> this guy thinks he's writing for like the fucking page six, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, good for him. Wow. Where do we go from here, though? With Jen Shaw, will like she? There's no way she continues to film. I I uh, can't imagine that because this isn't like Luann. Like we're in and out of arraignment, and then you're like you're taking a plea and you're done. You know, this has more layers than a onion. Yeah, <laughs> I mean this is this is closer to a Teresa Giudice situation, which I'm trying to remember. Like the the time like that kind of like dragged for a little while and then they ended a season with it and then like they didn't film Jersey for two years. I know, but we can do without Jen Shaw. She's not like, we don't need her here. We needed Teresa. Sure. Yeah. I wonder my, something I'm curious about is this sounds like so trivial, but like while they film, we've learned that they very much so do their confessionals like it's not mm-hmm. after filming as concluded. So right. I wonder do we have confessionals from Jen Shaw? Like how many weeks have cameras been up for? I mean, we're on a trip, not saying it's the trip of the season. Yeah. We're on a trip, so I assume that we've got something from her. I do assume we have something from her, yeah, for sure. And maybe they can play instead of her confessionals, they can play the little like the actual confessionals, like in the um in the police station where there's like the person behind the glass. Maybe they can play (laughs) that. You're sick. (laughs) Does that still happen? Like you, like you mean a lineup when they're like, no, 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 no. It's like, we come into a room. It's like, say I'm the detective. You're the person I'm questioning. Then there's like someone behind the glass watching the questioning. Yeah. I mean, I don't think there's always necessarily someone behind the glass. Okay. I think that that might be a, a, made for TV moment. Okay. Yeah. I, I just, who, who would have thought after like season one, which we very much enjoyed, like how we would land here. Yeah. I kind of want to go back and watch because other people were talking about like how there's members of the Shaw squad whose faces have been blurred out mm-hmm. on the show that like, we kind of, we, we, I don't think we ever discussed it here, but like, I kind of noticed. Oh yeah. I think we did. Like, are, is that the informant? Yeah, is it? <laughs> oh my god, I I feel crazy. And like, how much does like, how much would a production company like assist with this FBI thing before, mm. beforehand, before like the actual like arrest? Or Do you like, think that did they know that an arrest was going to happen? That's my question. I mean, like, if I were the FBI, I don't know anything about being in the FBI, but like, if I were the FBI, would I go to the production company and be like? Agent we Davis. Br- <laughs> we need to bring her in. Uh, probably not. Um, yeah. Wow. I, but you know what's so funny? Like this all happened. What was it on Tuesday or, yet, or yeah. was it Wednesday? I, don't, I can't even. It was Tuesday. Tuesday. It was definitely yeah. Tuesday. And to think just like a day earlier, our minds were so wrapped up with the very much brewing feud between Leah Mob and Heather Mama Thompson. Oh, yeah. These Instagram stories, like, it's all happening. Back and forth, yeah. So, like, they're going back and forth in page six about whether or not Heather was bullied off the show by Leah. Mm -hmm. Whether, like, Heather left on her own accord. 
what do you make of like this back and forth? It's unclear, but I could see a world. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm like, I'm not team anyone here, Okay. but I could see a world where Heather was called out in a way that she's never been called out before on the show. And she got so uncomfortable and she went off the show and somebody like, I mean, we've talked about like liking Heather, but there's also parts of Heather that are. Yeah. Rightly criticized by people, how she might appropriate and like that kind of stuff. And I could see a world where she was called out on that on the show and that made her uncomfortable. And that's why she left. Well, Leah wrote in a deleted Instagram story. She says, I don't like women who slut shame other women, uh, act morally superior to other women, plastic surgery, shame other women, gossip about other women doing drugs when you know damn well they've done drugs also. And lastly, Mm -hmm. I don't like when white women call black women articulate, especially while acting like the queen of wokeness. Right. That will be interesting. That will be very interesting. Uh, Just in other New York side notes, we have gotten like more commercials about New York with like extra clips that we haven't seen so far. What has stuck out to you? Uh, Well, we're getting like confessional looks. We're seeing Ebony in a confessional. Mm -hmm. So that's Mm -hmm. fun. And then we're also getting the title card like kind of a preview, like not the full thing. Every once in a while, like a weird little draft of a title card <laughs> card is like leaked. In this one, it was leaked by Luann Delaseps herself. Yeah, but what, what's interesting about this leaked title card is they've kind of like strayed away from someone being so clearly in the center. Mm-hmm. And this looks like everyone like all hail Lou. I know, we haven't gotten a two hands on the apple yeah. or two hands on the fruit moment in a while that I can remember. Yeah. Um, and so the fact that Lou's getting her first two hands on the apple. Yeah. Of all times, I think uh, somebody said that she was in the center in season one. Okay. But she's never held the apple with two hands. Mm. Yeah. Cause well, season one, does that have five women or, or six women? Five. Five. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Uh, can't wait for New York. At this point, we're just we're just about a month away. What is it, May 4th? May 4th, yeah. I'll be fully vaccinated by then. Yeah, yeah, same. Uh, wow. Okay. Why don't we discuss some of the shows this week? We went on some high highs and low lows. We sure did. I actually watched Atlanta twice. Okay. Because you know what I, th- I find? Sometimes, like the Sunday scaries are too, like too powerful for enjoyment or too scary. Yeah. Yeah. I get that too. Um, but this episode was good enough where I was like paying attention. I feel like, Mm, okay. I like, I like being somewhere, you know? Yeah. I mean, I love going to new Orleans. We're all on the private jet together. I love being in a private jet though. I've never actually been in one. (laughs) Just like picturing it. Yeah. If you have a private jet and you're listening to this, mm. when quarantine is over, I'm going to be fully vaccinated by the end of April. Once I have my two week gestational, ge- what's it called? <laughs> gestational period. Gestational? What are you, are you Gestational? What's it, what's it called? Like the two, like however long you have to wait after you've gotten your second I'm break. not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, after that's done. And if you have a private jet and you want to take me for a ride, you can come park over, um, what's an airport close by? Like a small one. 
I don't know. I mean, the, I mean, there's there's JFK, Tito's Borough, T- Tito's Borough, <laughs> Tito's Borough. <laughs> you get a little vodka and then hop on that plane. Isn't that the one that across from Erica Jane's strip club? Teeter Teeterboro, something like that. Yeah. Anyways, you can come park it over here. I'll take an Uber over to New Jersey, and I just want to go on a, like a little ride. We can like fly down to like Atlanta. That's not that far. Very, very bad for the environment. Oh, true. Mm, yeah. Then never mind. Never mind. Yeah. But we're heading over to New Orleans. Love New Orleans. And we're arriving. I mean, Kenya's the only one who brought the baby, even though the option was open to everyone. But, like, that's the point. Like, the option was open. Yeah. And she's, like, mad that nobody brought the baby. But it's also, like, it's a girl's trip. Yeah. Especially, like, I want to have fun in New Orleans. I know. You can go get a drink and, like, hold it outside. Yeah. Okay. I want to point something out. And I have a theory behind it. Okay. So I don't know I I don't know if the exact timing of it but it's pretty close that the trailer for the season essentially came out either while they were preparing to leave for this trip or while they were actually there. Sure. And I my theory is that Fallon was grumpy because the decision was made last minute that she was not holding a peach. Okay. And I feel like that's kind of confirmed by Peach Report Daily, because remember Peach Report Daily, like, saying, like, oh, last minute they changed, like... Fallon? No, no, LaToya. Oh, you said Fallon. I was like, Fallon hasn't even, like, filmed close enough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, LaToya was grumpy because she didn't get a peach. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And... And so she's, like, she's, like, not going to give the producers what they want mm. by having her like turn up also yeah but she is still being fun though like when she walks in with the shades later mm-hmm. yeah but um i mean on the other hand like drew's so much fun drew really like we've said the past few weeks like drew really turned a corner and like she's making the season for in my opinion but she, kind of like watching candy muse on drag race like she's the one <laughs> i'm most I'm most interested when she's on screen now. Okay. Yeah. That's a, that's an interesting comparison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do actually think that Candy Muse has turned a corner in a lot of people's brains after this most recent episode, oh, yeah. but we don't have to get into that. Yeah, the roast. Um, but yeah, uh, I think it was it sucked that like Marlo couldn't hang out because her nephews beat her up. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> what? Like, did they? Did you say they jumped on her or what happened? I guess. Yeah, like I, poor Marlo. What did you think about uh, Kenya's like situation when they got off the buses and then Drew was trying to like make up a little game mm-hmm. for them to get their rooms? I mean, Drew made the point like Kenya can like ruin the mood, and like when she's in a good mood, everyone's having fun, and when she's in a bad mood, it's terrible. It's like you have to play by Kenya's rules. It's Kenya's world and we're all living in it. And if you're not playing by her rules, then it's like wet blanket vibes. Now, I loved, I think his name was Thomas, who was so excited to be on TV, the concierge at the hotel. Was his name not Robert? Could be Robert. Yeah. I think it was Robert, but I could be wrong also. Yeah. Let's call him Rob Thomas. Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) He was just, like, so happy to be shooting, like, working with these women, essentially. Just helping them with anything they need, any need that they have. Asking permission to touch Kenya's bag. Beautiful. (laughs) Beautiful. Yeah. 
Uh, this this hotel, like Drew setting it up the suite as the nicest suite in New Orleans. I was like, this, yeah, this right here. Yeah, I don't know about that. I mean, when I the last time I went to New Orleans, I think I like we stared at it, stayed at Airbnb. Okay, which is like a good way to go, I would say. Okay, but um, but yeah, so we're going bike riding. We're going to that big oyster shack. Mm-hmm. We're kind of like diving into Latoya, her behavior. She's not drinking. And then this whole like side story of Drew's assistant, like helping her find God and sobriety. Like going to church. So weird. Like in the matter of a week. I was so confused by th- this is actually the one part of the episode this storyline with like Drew and like Drew versus Latoya was the only time I was like turned off of Drew. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. I was just like, you're kind of overstepping here in this like weird way, and like you're also airing out her business that like maybe she doesn't want to have aired out in front of all these people at this table. Sure. I just felt like a like a fight that she wasn't actually genuinely interested in having. Right. Like it felt like exactly. it was for the television show. Yeah. Many things are. Yeah. Um, anything else before we get to the dance class? I mean, Candy, it just seemed like she took forever to get to get there. It's like, it was like a four-day journey well, just to get to New Orleans. Well, it seems like she drove. I know, but like, why? I, I, Where was she filming? I don't know, but like, if you remember, she she drove to... New York to drop Riley off. So I'm wondering if she's like avoiding flights and airports in the time of COVID. Oh, maybe. Yeah. She, it doesn't, she doesn't seem worried about COVID. She went to the club during COVID. True. True. Very true. I, I can't wait to like not think or talk about COVID (laughs) housewives anymore. (laughs) I know. I wonder like how these will be viewed in history. Well, also, you know, like I think, it was tough when Atlanta and Dallas premiered that we were like really in the thick of the thick of it. Mm-hmm. And I wonder like how we'll receive a New York in a month when like hopefully things are a little better. Yeah, we're just looking back at the worst of it. Yeah. Um, I the dance class and like the whole thing between Portia and Marlo, I'm like not that interested in. Even though I yeah, like both it, of them, like it's just like I'm not buying any of this. It's like interesting because like we've only had like a season and a half where they've really been friends. Yeah. Right? Like we saw the timeline. When did they make up again? I forget. It, well, it was like but two years it, ago that they were starting to act nice to each other. Yeah, that's exactly it. So like I'm not that invested in their friendship because it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Uh, like, I'm fine with Marlo just floating along, like, being friends with whoever she wants to be friends with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, the reunion taped. I know. We saw some of the looks. We saw all of the looks. Yeah, even the friends. Even the friends. I think the friends are going to be sitting on that couch, like, longer than most friends, which is great. Are we on the couches? Or are we in the rounds? A large group in the round. Wow. Well, it's actually only eight of them. It's just that there's like so few actual housewives and so many friends. I know. I I mean, well, I really liked Latoya and Shamia's look. Okay. Kenya 
stuck out to me because she was doing something different than she usually does. I yeah. felt like, and I know you are saying that she was similar to Cynthia and Portia. uh, Portia's looks, but her look was just a different enough for me mm-hmm. that I was like, I'm liking what's happening here. She looks stun gun set to a hundred. Yeah. I mean, those three looked so great, but like, I think the fact that they looked similar to each other, like took away from, from like how they popped. No, Kenya popped. Yeah. Well, I'm uh candy popped. <laughs> candy certainly popped. She seems to be playing the role that she was playing uh, in Charleston, which I'm here for. Yeah. I wonder if she did that. Cause like outside of Charleston, she's been a little boring this season. Mm-hmm. So I wonder if she like wanted to like pop at the reunion. She has to remind people. Yeah. But I thought like great, great debut from LaToya. And I do think that uh, Marla was done a little dirty by her look reveal being a seated picture. Because I saw pictures later of her standing and it's such a better Mm -hmm. standing dress. But like we all know what matters is how it looks sitting down. I know it's the opposite of Dr. Wendy in Potomac. Dr. Wendy got done dirty by her first photo being a standing picture. Mm. And then once we saw it, once we saw her sitting down, it's one of my favorite reunion looks ever. Well, I, th- I think standing or sitting hers was amazing. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. But people were mean that first day. I remember. Yeah, they were. They were. I, I always remember when people are mean <laughs> to Dr. Wendy. <laughs> okay. Why don't we head on over to Dallas? Let's head. This this aired the same day as the Jen Shaw news, and it's just like wasn't as exciting. It was not. It, there was, it was like there was another show going on at the time. This was truly what what we in the business call a filler episode. It felt like a supersized episode because I felt like I was watching it for two hours. It was just so long. It, some of it was interesting though. Like I enjoyed. Cam in court and the whole house thing. See, I didn't. Okay. Like, I liked. What did you I enjoy about it, it? I know like some pranks are dumb and especially we're recording this on April 1st. Yeah, yeah. Pranks are famously dumb. And I thought his prank was kind of dumb, but I like, I liked the outcome where she's getting her dream house. But this was what, what was confusing is that. Like, it sounded like, okay, we closed already. It's like, oh, wow, like, we closed? And then, which makes me ask, like, is she not on the deed? That's interesting, too, uh, as, like, a married couple. I know. He implied that, like, she was going to be more involved or something. Yeah. I don't know. But then, but then at the end of the scene in the conversation, it sounded like, oh, but we are, like, closing in a week. So, who so, knows? I don't know anything about that shit. Yeah, yeah. Don't ask me. <laughs> you're, you're the expert you, here. You were just happy to be there. <laughs> I was just happy to be there. I did think that their house, their new house, like, felt out of place in that neighborhood mm, they were in. Exactly what I was going to say. Like, is this a Dallas house? Does it feel like it to me? It's, it just was like, seems like too big for like the houses around it mm. or something like that. Her neighborhood, her current neighborhood, which I think is in like the nicest part of Dallas. It like just feels like nicer and lusher oh. and like all those things. The one that they're moving to just feels like, I don't know, it feels really Plano. Yeah. Plano. <laughs> okay. So I felt like we spent maybe too much time at the tea party for Tiffany's twins. Yeah, it was, I was like, this is still going <laughs> like real. This is really still going. Um, It's just like, 
the revelation that she has this whole ass hotel that she can do anything at yeah. is still I'm really reeling from it. Why weren't we there the first episode of the season? Also, like the mom, like why are you so worried about Tiffany's money? Like clearly the the moons are bringing in enough. I know exactly. The relationship between T- Tiffany and her mom, it's like a lot darker than I originally thought. I wonder like, I wonder like, wh- like obviously both sides have their version of it. Do, to mm-hmm. you, doesn't at times Tiffany seem a little dramatic about it? Yeah. And I kind of wonder, I'm, I was wondering, especially in her confessionals, I'm like, you're saying all this stuff your first season about your mom who's probably never seen this show and doesn't really know how it works and is going to eventually see you say all this stuff about her yeah. in a confessional and not to her face. That's a little – that seems like a lot to me. Yeah. But then, like, later confiding in Mama D, which, while an interesting character on television, isn't, like, the person I would look to for motherly advice. I know that relationship is interesting, but I, I guess she's a mother to Tiffany. Tiffany's her second daughter. I mean, I, like I said before, I think Tiffany might be her first daughter in her mind. Wow. And it was stressing me out that Tiffany's mom was not eating or drinking anything (laughs) during the tea party. Cause she had her mask on. But then like, why are we even doing this? Because she wanted to spend quality time with the twins on their birthday. Mm. It's like, the other thing is like, this tea party and Tiffany herself said it. this tea party was actually for her. Okay. It's like, let's go to like a bouncy castle mm. or like the McDonald's playground or like something that kids would prefer. Sure. We had nothing from Stephanie this week. Good. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> and I think the only thing Carrie did was make jello shots with one of her daughters. That's a way to bond with Olivia. Yeah. Now, Deandra cooking for Jeremy and then jumping in the pool with him. Um, Those green eggs. Have you ever had anything from those green eggs? What is that? Do you know what I'm talking about? The green egg that she was cooking in. I know. I don't understand what it is. it's It's like a thing you cook things in, like a grill thing. Okay. I don't know. It was really trendy, I want to say, like 10, 11, 12 years ago. My sister had one with her ex-husband. Okay. And, like, they would make us pizzas in it, and it was, like, really good. I think it's, like, might be wood-fired. I don't know. But Okay. I just like that she was, like, burning down the neighborhood. I just couldn't understand, like, why do we have the interior door open to, like, draw the smoke in to set the alarm off? Like, is it for Because, I mean... (laughs) Deandra has a beautiful mind. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, th- this sucked, but w- what I love later is what we're getting to, which is like Brandy sitting there with like one of her daughters getting a Google alert and like her confused face trying to process it. My God, I'm sorry. Do you think? Do you think this was acting? No, because she's too dumb to act. Like, you don't think the producers sat her down and were like. Sit at your computer and pretend to read this Google or about this story that Deandra gave an interview. I don't know. Okay. Now that you're like painting in that picture, possibly, but like, she she looked like constipated reading. (laughs) I just don't see any world where Brandy is sitting in front, down in front of a laptop. Okay. 
ever. Why was she on the laptop to begin with? Wasn't she like looking something up? I think she like said she had like work to do. Okay. What's like what is the work? <laughs> um, I don't know. She probably like blogs. But she's so she's so pissed at Deandra, and then texts Deandra and cancels that like get together, and then mm-hmm. the cameras up on Deandra. I love Deandra like flipping out to the producers. Oh, same. That was so much fun for me. Yeah. Deandra, I wish like, she's somebody who, I wish there was cameras up on her all the time and I could just watch a feed. Mm. Cause like the way she moves through her life. Yeah. Is interesting. It's just interesting that she's like somehow landing on the right side of this. I know. (laughs) Like wouldn't expect it from her. I know. I think, like, with Leanne out of the picture, Deandra has some, like, air to, like, breathe. Mm. And, like, maybe that's helping her brain work a little faster. Yeah. Like, in what world can you be Team Brandy? Like, Deandra handled this. Deandra handled whatever questions she was asked so perfectly mm-hmm. in terms of just being, like, it's going to... We're going to just, it's going to play out this season. I know. And I like that we are getting them talking about the show. The season. The yeah, show. yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was like invigorating. Um, of all those women, who would you trust to drive that RV? And how is the last <laughs> person you would trust, Brandy? I don't know if there is one among them I want driving it. Why did she volunteer? Was it so she doesn't have to like be in the back with the women and be uncomfortable with like Deandra and Tiffany? And like wear a stupid costume. I yeah, I'm I'm almost like Brandy of all people would be the one who would would want to be in the back doing jello shots, yeah. you know? So like pr- essentially all the women are sticking up for Brandy other than Tiffany obviously. It's so stupid. Which is interesting cuz here in real time Cameron gives quotes about the video about Brandy's husband that came out. What's it do? Do we know what Cameron said in those? Quotes? Yeah. She said something like, Oh, like my heart breaks for her, but the video looks old. And like, she's like talking about it rather than like mm-hmm. saying no, com- like what Brandy wants you to say no comment. And like, yeah, Brandy wants you to say no comment. And like, this is a situation where it's more appropriate to say no comment. Like if she's, if Deandra had said no comment about Brandy's like racism, like she looks bad. She's making the show look mm-hmm. bad. Like, for sure. It's just not a good look. Yeah. And for all we know, this like thing with Brandy's husband is not going to be a part of the show until we get to the reunion. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. Because If even that. Well, well, I mean, they have not filmed the reunion, so I would imagine. What if Andy just refuses to film a reunion this time around? <laughs> no, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm curious what if Brandy refuses to show up. I could see that world, a world where that happens. Yeah. And that's that's Dallas, baby. That's Dallas. Okay, New Jersey. Which I want to mention in the pre-show, we talked about how over in my household, we've been binging season three and season four of Jersey, mm-hmm. which is like the perfect pairing to this episode. Right, because of Joe Gorga of it yeah, all. Yeah, Joe Gorga, yeah. So we're picking up with like the Jackie fight with like a side dish of Juicy Joe thrown in there. Mhm. Mhm. Jackie is having a full on psychotic break. 
melt meltdown. Like like you can even like she's melting. It's crazy. It's just like I could see why at first when everyone was talking about her, like she's like this like like she's having a psychotic break, like she's fragile, et cetera. I was like, uh, but then I like rewatched that clip of like her just standing in Dolores's like kitchen and them trying to like figure out. And when she just starts like yelling at whoever she yeah, can start yelling, yeah, she's at, yelling at everyone that like lands her into a fight with Marge at some point, And then like Marge gets into it and then has to like cool off and like come to, yeah. it was so psycho. And like, that's happening inside a while. Teresa, Melissa, and Joe are killing each other. Like, go at it for the first. Go at it for the first time that we've seen in this way in a long time. Yeah, especially Joe towards his sister. Mm-hmm. Then, like Zia, Melissa throwing the whoever threw the cheese plate, and then Zia, Melissa picking no, it Zia up. No, Zia throws it and then picks it up. <laughs> that's a good house guest. Yes, kids. that's a good. Zia, Zia, Zia. I mean, our friend Peach Larm was like singing her praises on Twitter while we were while this episode was airing. And like, I feel like Zia Melissa gets like a lot of flack for like not being a good housewife and like this or that. Mm -hmm. And like, I beg to differ. She's, she's always getting flack for like, quote unquote, making up storylines, but it's like, who cares? Who needs a storyline? Like, I don't care if she needs, if she has a storyline or not. And like, if she has to make one up, like, okay, like they're, they're forced to do that sometimes. So whatever. My only complaint about her is that she hasn't put out a pop song in years. Mm. Where is the album? On Display came out a decade ago. It was it was fun seeing Chris Judd pop up in the old episode, J-Lo's Ex-Husband. Oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, just like an exhilarating 15 minutes where I couldn't like keep my eyes straight. I mostly, during this time, liked to watch... Dolores and Frank because mm. Dolores was inside for a lot of it like trying to deal with the Jackie thing and then Frank was kind of like sitting in the middle of the the Gorgia the Gorga yeah. situation just like watching well, Frank was like trying but, to like, hold Joey back a little bit too yeah at some point yeah and then like when Dolores comes out and is like what your parents would have wanted oh, is yeah. for you to like love each other. Yeah. Like Dolores, I love how embedded Dolores is in that family that she mm. can like say that shit. Yeah. And speaking of like, she was in Teresa's casting table. Love it. Because Dolores was supposed to be on season one as a housewife. Was it Dina that replaced her? Or like what was? No, Caroline. Caroline replaced, replaced her. her. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Could you imagine? I don't know. And Dolores is at. Field day with Frank Jr. Dolores' name is misspelled. Frank Jr. Dolores is all over the place. I think she entered the show at the perfect time, though. Mm. I wouldn't have wanted to see her back then. Well, it's kind of like we saved, we saved something in our back pocket. Exactly for when we needed and her. People, yeah. yeah, and like, I she might be considered a boring housewife, but she's perfectly where she needs to be. She's not boring because a boring housewife would not stir the pot and she stirs the pot she stirs the pot but subtly yeah and like everyone still loves her yeah okay uh i love i love spending time at the gorga's new beach house 
Okay. The decor inside is kind of bland for what I would expect from Zia okay. So did a little research. They bought mm-hmm. the place in 2019 and okay. they heavily renovated the interior. Mm-hmm. So my assumption is like this was their first summer at this house. Okay. So I don't think like we got stuff up on the walls yet. It's just like that, like brand new Reno gray look that a lot of people are going yeah. for right now. I mean, hello, we, we um, got a Reno gray look going on here. Yeah. But you've got like a pink bathroom. You've mm. got like little touch. You've got like a fucking Pokemon thing up on the shelf. Like <laughs> there's like touches. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I look forward to spending more time here in the future. At your no, house? at the Gorgas. Okay. <laughs> I love Missy G's bar. Oh, same. I love it. That was so much that's fun. That's like a nice little touch. Yeah, that's a nice little touch. Um, I like Teresa and Jackie making up at the jump. And then I did like that. I'm, I'm not loving Jackie as mm. much as I used to. But I did like that she like made she made Teresa uncomfortable by making Teresa acknowledge the situation to Evan. Which truly like the lowest bar of an apology possible. <laughs> I know, I know. And like in the confessionals, everyone's like a round of applause for Teresa. <laughs> it's like please clap. Uh, but no, Teresa's like, I uh, you know, that thing, uh, it's like done. <laughs> Let's drop it. <laughs> I mean, I that that is asking a lot from Teresa. I know she's the queen bee. She never has to answer to anyone. Yeah, I mean, someone on online on Twitter posted like a compilation of like a few episodes back. Teresa and Evan talk. You no, know, Jackie and Evan talking about Teresa being like she's done. I'm cutting her out of my life. Da 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 da. And then like this conversation and apology is just so funny. <laughs> Yeah, like, you can't, sorry, Jackie, you can't cut her out of your life if you want to remain a television star. <laughs> yeah. Wow, okay. And I use the word star mm. really Loosely, lightly. yeah, yeah. Loosely. Okay, so we're at the house, we're on boats, we're on jet skis, we're having a good time. It's funny, um, it's funny how Jackie goes from, like, this feud to, like, tanning on the back of the boat with Therese. <laughs> I know it's so weird. And then Joe Josephs, did you see him ram the yeah, boat yeah. with the with the jet ski? Then Teresa's doing this thing where she's like obsessed with taking couples photos mm. of Jackie and Lo- Evan. Oh my god, that was so much like fun! Making them kiss and like all this, and it's like truly psychotic behavior. Okay, one other thing I forgot to mention that I, I'm dying to point out: the Joe Josephs sweater that he was wearing like from the previous night that I think like a few people commented like said like oh you look so handsome he wore the same sweater down the shore last year <laughs> good he's got his shore outfit it's just like so funny to me mm-hmm. um yeah but but back to him ramming uh trying to like sink the Gorga ship I bet that's what he was trying to do he's the real villain yeah, here I he's think he's the secret villain um I love having Bill here too Oh yeah, good man. Bill shows up. He's a little shitster too. <laughs> Everyone on this show is a shitster. Is the but that's thing. what we need. That's what we need. Everyone's just stirring the shit. And yeah, and then that explosion between Jennifer and Marge, which is like both of them are pretty bad. 
what are we even fighting but, about? Like, it's like so stupid. But, but Jennifer's really bad. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I'm just like, I'm, I love being here down the shore. Like this needs to be like a Berkshire's esque thing that we, we do every time. Agree. Um, the only thing is like, we need some, this is where ZMLS needs to get to work. We need some like iconic rooms and spaces. Mm, yeah. So like room. I can I identify. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I can, we need like some like, like figurines on a mantle, like that kind of stuff so that we know. We can't even differentiate the rooms right now. <laughs> we can't even differentiate. It's just a white room after a white room. I know. Yeah. That's Jersey. I love it. Uh, truly a highlight. Side note on Jersey. Teresa and the kids are down in Bahamas. Stay Atlantis with Louie and Juicy Joe is there as well. And Louie's kids, Louis, I think. Louis, like one or two of Louie's sons are there. This is a true life Brady Bunch, bitch. Yeah, like there's photo shoots left and right of like the girls, Tree and Joe, mm-hmm. Tree and Louie, love, love, love. I saw Candy in the comments of Teresa's uh, post yes. being like, your family is beautiful. And Teresa responding, yours is too. Mm-hmm. I, this was like a dive I was doing while I was waiting in the car, dropping Alex for another rapid. COVID no, dropping test. Alex off for his uh, little prick. Oh, I wish you could have dropped me off for my little <laughs> Sorry, prick. Bitch. Instead, the end train dropped me off. Wow. Uh, yeah. So that's Jersey. Why don't we take a quick break and we'll be back with Summer House. And we're back with some summer house. Summer should be fun and summer has been fun. Love being in the house. Love having fun. Love screaming at each other. Yeah. So we start the episode right back where we ended last week's episode when the men, the men were fighting. <laughs> the, the men. Yeah. And when, and when you cried last week from like the love between two friends. And you know what? <laughs> I took that back at the beginning of this episode, but then. Uh, then you start crying but again. Then Carl like doubled down on his love for Kyle. And that's like what threw him into a rage. And then just all the Carl. I mean, like I'm, you know, I'm a carpologist. So. Are you, you are a carpologist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the call to his dad was really mm-hmm. sad. And. Kyle feeling guilt over like this happening. Right. Exactly. Was sad. What did you make of like Luke's conversation with the guys and then like the one-on-one and the eventual sit down? I see, I, where did Luke go last night? A hotel, I guess. I just wonder. Cause it's not like he can go stay with like, a friend because like it's, what do you think? He slept in a ditch. Like <laughs> <laughs> he was just sitting at the end of the driveway the entire night. Yeah. Um, it's, it's interesting that like we're so much of the conversation is about like the fight and what transpired and not so much about what led us there. Mm-hmm. That was an interesting spin on it. Well, they're basically saying what led us there is like, Luke's family. I know, but like what what I'm saying is what led us there, like that topic of conversation, mm-hmm. like Luke and the women. Right. Exactly. The women really don't have a voice in this episode, <laughs> even no, though no, no. it's like about them. <laughs> yeah. Like Ciara and Hannah are just kind of like, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Paige like is over Perry. I know. <laughs> I will say group scenes, Paige really stands out as like a comedic relief. Oh my god. What like she's having such a light breezy mm-hmm. season this year. When Luke was picking up everyone's plates and she's like, Luke, I was the one defending you. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah. a lot of fun. And then also when 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 uh in the talking head where She's talking about Kyle asking Sierra about the boobs. It's like, weren't you defending women's rights last night? <laughs> exactly. No, but um, Paige and Perry, R.I.P. I mean. Yeah. I wonder, are we going to like put a pin on, put a pin in that somehow throughout the season? Maybe. I, it just seems like Paige is that type of person who it's like out of sight, out of mind. Mm. You know? I mean, we know eventually she does break up with yeah. him, so. Yeah. Um, oh God, Hubhouse. I want a baby for Hubhouse. This little storyline that she cooked up, and like <laughs> she was so relieved that it was negative, even yeah. though she like I loved them like dragging her by playing clips like two minutes before, where she's like, mm-hmm. "I'm ready to have a baby. I'm ready. I'm ready to have a baby." But then she was so relieved. <laughs> but we're gonna get like. Steven Stravi sending flowers. We we end it with him surprising her. That seems sweet. Yeah, except like we know they're not together, I think. Yeah, so I mean it's sweet like for for what? For, for what end? Yeah. Danielle's boyfriend's gonna show up. Dez is gonna show up. Des in the preview for next week where Kyle was like, I didn't realize that Hannah had a thing for me and is now dating my dad. And it's the two of them next to each other, cheek to cheek. The side to side, I was screaming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Um, what do you think about the re-engagement? Oh my God, that was so sweet. You know that this is going to happen to you. Um, Unless we get married before. Unless you get married before yeah. July, I mean... TikTok. Yeah. TikTok. You know, <laughs> what's a video that lives in your head rent free? <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I mean, that was sweet. I love, like, I don't remember who it was. It might have been like Luke who was like, oh, just say those flowers are from Stravi. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um, yeah, that was pretty funny. Being out and ordering espresso martinis feels like home. <gasps> so, like, them being at the restaurant and relishing being at a restaurant is like the representation we need on TV. Yeah. Like all the housewives just like happy go lucky, like not a care in the world business as usual. doesn't feel like how I would feel in a restaurant right mm-hmm. now. Whereas, whereas Kyle being like, I don't even know how to order. <laughs> That's how I feel. Um, they didn't make them use the QR code. Sadly. I know, but it seemed as though it was almost like this was a private event. <laughs> yeah. Though they posted a photo and, uh, Amanda Batula posted a photo, and in the background you can see actual people at this restaurant. Oh, so okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Amanda Batula though can apparently cook for seven children. Uh, she has seven children right now. She's fostering a dog, and the dog has like five or six puppies. Oh my god! Yeah, I've been following that journey as like a famous not dog person. I do support this journey that Amanda's on. Okay, did you see that the dog finally came in like? celebrated her the other day yeah i mean everyone like eventually comes around to amanda patula that's true i mean like her her walking up to luke in this episode and after saying nice things to him and saying reassuring him that she really meant it 
That was really sweet. She's such a nice person. I know. It's always hard to tell her place in the house, though. You know? Mm. The queen. Yeah, but is she, it's like, it's interesting to see because, like, Luke is more in the, like, Lindsay Hub yeah. world. Whereas, like, okay. I don't think Hub House necessarily likes Batula all that much. So oh, it's interesting to see, like, um, crossover between the two parts of the house. But sh- Hub... Hub did invite Amanda to the New Year's Eve party. Right, but that's like through, because of Kyle. Mm. I do wonder, like, what is Lindsay's take on on Batula? Well, Lindsay's like a boy's girl, like self-identified boy's mm. girl. I mean, she learned it in the ROTC. I know. I, <laughs> that picture of her. <laughs> did, you, did you have ROTC around you down there? Yeah. Yeah. So we had like, like in my high school tour Mm -hmm. uh, of like different possible high schools, one of them was like an ROTC school. What does that stand for? Like really outgoing to... Really outgoing to cadets. Cadets. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Well, it's about like, just like getting you ready for the army. I was at the fucking Brooklyn Army army terminal today ready to sign know, up ready to enroll <laughs> no but like uh so this one school in manhattan was like heavy rotc and i was like i don't think this is for me uh you wouldn't you wouldn't be allowed your wrist yeah. thing well this pre this predated the re- my wrist issues. i mean your wrists have always been you know like i mean i did break my arm three times as a kid well that's not surprising which is pro- which which is probably why the wrist thing. Brittle happened. bones. You should have drank more milk. I mean, for like I as a kid drank so much milk. Like it was like too. I was drinking too much milk. <laughs> it, it actually out. It undid yeah. what it was supposed to do. My bones were like, wait, wait a minute. A minute. <laughs> <laughs> they they were on strike, so they just like broke themselves. Um, Lindsay, her dad is back in the picture. I feel like we're kind mm. of learning. For the first time, we haven't touched down on that in the past couple of years. They, he's been back in the picture. I don't think. Yeah, I like all, all our attention is focused on Aunt Rhonda. Yeah, because early seasons it was like I'm Lindsay. I don't really talk to my parents, but I yeah. talk to my aunt. Mm-hmm. It's got to be the aunt on the dad side, I would imagine. Yeah, because I mean, she's like straight up not talking to her mom at all for years and years. Yeah, well, I mean, the mom's the one that left. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you think she went? To the I, same hotel that Luke was staying at? Yeah, <laughs> down, at the end of the driveway. <laughs> she's She's been waiting there all <laughs> these years. She's just sitting there. Wow. <laughs> so sick. Um, But yeah, I mean, this was a fun episode. It was strange because, like, it was mostly on a Sunday, right? Or a Sunday and a Monday. Because we had a work day. Yeah, they went out to eat a Monday night. On a Monday night, yeah, I guess so. But that probably, that makes sense, that, like, if their mentality is, like, we throw parties on the weekend for, like, going out to dinner is a chiller thing. Yeah, are we definitely going day to day? Are we sure we didn't skip a day, maybe? I don't think so. But if anything, maybe it's, like, a Tuesday. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I do, even though I don't care for Hannah... The boyfriend coming in is kind of like a good shakeup for where we're at in the season right now, I would say. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested to see Danielle's boyfriend, too. Yeah, but there was no 
sign of him in the preview. We saw her walking near the stairway with him, and I think they heard Hannah doing it in Amanda's bathroom. Oh. Oh my when god. When the yeah. boyfriend was like, should I go come on Amanda and Kyle's oh, sheets? Oh my god. Like, is that his overly, comedy? Is that his comedy? Overly familiar. We should like look up a comedy video of Dad. When she said comedians have a way with words, I was like <laughs> You think like a UCB straight man comedian is gonna be like good at phone sex? Like, oh, could you imagine what he's saying? Oh my god. Wow. Okay. Why don't we uh, wrap this up with our freak of the week and the one true queen. Our freak of the week this week is one NBC universal for having the gall like straight after a summer house commercial break to go right into a white claw ad. The gall. Like how is that allowed? How is that nice? Well, <laughs> Loverboy's not buying ad space. Loverboy's getting free advertisement from them, so actually, I stand with NBC here, I guess. But this is a two-way street, you know, like, we are putting our lives on the line. On the line? For for you, NBC. Like, we are bearing it all, we're mentioning it all. Who's the we in here? It's Kyle and Amanda, or is it, like, you? No, the whole cast. Okay. Not me, not me. (laughs) The cast. So, like, yes, they should take any business opportunity that they can out of this show. That's what, like, that's why I like them is because, like, if you're going to be on the show, you know, you better, like, not only should you be cashing the NBC Universal check, but be thinking about what is the, ch- the next check I'm getting, too. You know? Yeah, sure. All of them have jobs, so, though. Uh, yeah. Well... Not so much Paige and uh, Hannah. I bet they make so much more money than we do just doing their little Instagrams and their podcast. I know, but their jobs are based off of their, like, be, them being in the, the um, public arena. Mm-hmm. Anyways, we're, go, we're veering off course in a major way. Um, yeah, yeah, NBC yeah. Universal, I kind of stand on your side. You can advertise whatever the fuck you want because they're oh, paying wow. you. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. Okay, Brennan, who is the one true queen this week? So the one true queen... <laughs> okay, so Brandy Glanville tweeted. She's not the one true queen. But no, no, no. Brandy Glanville tweeted, my front tooth literally just broke in half. <laughs> and our one true queen, Miss Sheena Shea... Someone we haven't heard from in a while. I know, quoted, <laughs> quoted that tweet and said, damn girl, been there, done that. I empathize with you. Sad face eyes. Text me if you need a good dentist rack. We wow. we all remember back in early Beverly Hills when it was a Beverly Hills Vanderbilt Rules crossover where Sheena mm. Shea had a gray front tooth because she was <laughs> it was a temporary front tooth and Brandy gave her shit for it on the show. <sighs> Truly a full circle moment. Love it. Love Sheena not being afraid to reference or not reference. Exactly. And I also, just as a side note, loving the Sheena Shea pregnancy photography rollout. She um, <laughs> she is an Instagram for her child that's like, I think the handle something like Mini Sheena. Mm-hmm. Wh- love which it. It's psycho. Love it, love it. Wow, what a week. What, a, what an episode tonight. Love this. Love Come Through Queen. If you love Come Through Queen... 
head on over to come3queen.com, check out links to the Patreon, our socials, um, and go leave a five-star review on iTunes. How nice is that? Yeah, love wins. Yeah, <laughs> like, comment, subscribe, Archer, retweet. Love us, love us, please retweet. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Come through, Queen. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.